Welcome to Boca de Gallo, the spiciest podcast on the internet. I am Michael. And my name's Urkel. And we are here on the first episode of our anime podcast. Numero uno! Oh, I'm hype, man. I'm really hype. Yeah. Dude, me too. I'm ready I'm ready to weave out for a while. It's going to be a Dude, good time. Dude, it'll be great. <laughs> so, this is, our, this is the first episode of our podcast, and this is kind of the idea of it for all of you that haven't heard it before, which is everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is everyone. Yeah. No. So, so the whole idea is we're going to take a, one anime about about once a month, every three weeks, something like that. And then we're going to really just deep dive the shit out of it. And oh yeah, we can swear on the podcast. Absolutely. I've decided. Yep. Executive decision made. Perfect. And, and then after we analyze it, look into it background, voice actors, music, animation style, general overall plot line. All that good stuff. We're gonna we're gonna give it a rating. And that rating is it's not gonna be like five and a half weeby chibi things <laughs> out of ten. Nah, none of that bullshit. Binary. We doing binary in this bitch. It's up or down, one or zero, person to person basis. If we like it and we think you should watch it, we'll give it a thumbs up. If we hate it, think you shouldn't watch it, we'll give it a thumbs down. But it'll be on a person-by-person basis. So hopefully you can kind of zone in on who you like, what kind of shows you like. And hopefully we can provide you with semi-nuanced discussion and not sound like idiots. Yeah. We're going to try our best not to sound like idiots, but there might be times. Tall order. Yeah, tall order. The more alcohol we consume... I warn you that more of idiots we will sound like. Ah, uh, yes. Mucho idiot. Uh, so that kind of seg- segues us into the next section. Talking about what our anime backgrounds are so you don't just think we're a bunch of dudes who know nothing about anime talking yeah, about Yeah, we gotta anime. prove our street cred. Yeah, you yeah. gotta give them... Yeah. <laughs> Watch all of Naruto <laughs> 14 times. Yeah. Gangsta. I, I, I killed a man. <laughs> I took <laughs> this thumb. I don't, don't know if that has to do with anime, but okay, yeah, man. Yeah, street cred, Happy man. to hear it. All right, Michael, why don't you hit him with your anime I, background? I have been watching anime... For a long ass time, long since ass time. Uh, since high school, we're both. Uh, I, I'm freshly graduated from college. I am a fourth year student. Yeah. So we, but we both started watching in in high school. I probably I probably started watching a little more before you did. A little bit. That's yeah. I think that's fair. And I I started watching because I thought really. Anime could do things with visuals and fighting that I, c- I couldn't see anywhere else on TV without it looking like supernatural levels of just, like, corny bullshit. Super true. Not, not that show's bad, but it, it doesn't look great. Call it out supernatural. Oh, shit, starting beef. <laughs> Tumblr is going to kill me. Light you on fire. Yep. But, <clears throat> so, uh, originally it was shows like, uh, like Darker Than Black. Soul Eater, uh, Black Butler, lots of things with black in the title. Yeah, real edgelord McGee. Yeah, right yeah, right. Re, re, <laughs> like level 10 edgelord. <laughs> and from there, I just started pick, um, picking up everything. I did my I, uh, I, I did my time down in the harem camps. Yep, down so, in the harem camps. Yep, I was struggling with those people. Uh, I've done all the Death Note. I've watched all of Bleach. 
that was a that was an undertaking. Uh, God. Various other things, but I don't know. I I like a good action anime that maybe has a little bit of character drivenness to it, makes you think a little bit. But I have a very wide taste. There are lots and lots of things that I do enjoy. Hit him up, Urkel. Well, my anime taste. Uh, well, my anime background is, you know, I started out in anime like a lot of people do, which was as a little kid watching Toonami at two o'clock in the morning. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Breaking every rule my parents had for me, <laughs> you know, sneaking back downstairs to the big TV in the Ooh. living room. And am I, am like, I hanging out with a bad kid? Yeah, dude, you're hanging out with a bad boy. You Ooh. know it. Uh, I'm the worst boy. But Did you even caught some adult swim, you oh, rebel. Wow. Yeah, dude. I was watching, watching, what's that? One with all the food characters. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> when I was like 13. Was like, Oof. Shokugeki no Soma? Food Wars? What? <laughs> the, Never heard of it. It's an anime where they make food so good that people's clothes explode off. <laughs> what? Yep. That reminds me of my least favorite episode of... Is it Black Butler? Is it the Curry episode? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Black Butler have the Curry episode? That is Black Butler. (laughs) That episode's so dumb. Not as bad as the first episode. Not as bad as the first episode. But we digress. Yeah. So my anime test tastes and starting out kind of boiled down to... Anime test. Question one. Yes. Question one. What is my background? Answer is, uh, I caught a couple episodes of Naruto on late night uh, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Toonami stuff. Uh, you know, watched some Inuyasha, uh, instantly became a furry like you do when you watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's unavoidable. You just kinda, you just kinda, ha- it kinda happens. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, a couple episodes, essentially just the big stuff. And then that kind of piqued my interest in anime. And I kind of... Delved a little bit deeper, kind of developed my own opinion, which essentially just boils down to, I like action anime. I watch anime essentially solely for insane fight scenes, explosions, people getting hacked up and stuff like that. And all the hype. And all the hype. So... Oh, God. Excuse me. Now we got got that in the audio. Yeah, maybe a lot of beer before recording was not a good (laughs) idea. Uh, (laughs) But, no. uh, My my top animes are uh, Dead Man Wonderland. uh, Rest in peace. Never gonna get a second season. Makes me want to cry. Stuff like... Pour one out. Yeah, pour one out for Dead Man Wonderland. Uh, Stuff like Darker Than Black. Uh... Good show. And, oh my god, is there a soft spot in my heart for a good mech anime. And that's going to (laughs) be a tearing point between the two of us throughout all of these episodes. Because Michael here is not a big fan of mech anime. I don't... I don't get it. I do, I mean, it feels. It just feels very much the same. Like, like the drama is that their battery runs out. I get that shit when I'm <laughs> when I'm on my phone at a concert. <laughs> Too late. I'm like, oh god, I, I'm not gonna be able to text them. That's about the level of drama that I see in mech animes. Oh, um, man. I mean, I guess the stakes are a little higher. They're gonna die. But I mean, you know what I mean. It's just I don't know. This will all come up later. But. Yeah. But anyways, to start with, I think that we should talk about a show that is very near and dear to both of our hearts. 
And that is Dead Man Man Punch. <laughs> Dead Man Man Punch. Yeah. Uh, no, we're talking about One Punch Man today. Yeah. Yeah. It's... One Punch Man. Uh, made by Studio Bones. Studio Bones. I, I believe the name is. Not... Boner Studio. Yeah. Ha. Got him. <laughs> so, pretty, pretty humble origins. I don't know offhand, but I think this was one of their first... Big projects. One Punch Man actually started off as a web comic. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. And, and no, it looked no, like garbage. Yeah, yeah. By <laughs> was it by one? Yeah, he went underneath the yeah. pseudonym one. No, no. His parents just named him a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're number one. Yep. Aww. <laughs> Beautiful. Rip, rip. Pour one out. <laughs> Again. Pour, 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 pour more out for that guy. For for, for, for bad names. Yes. So. Originally a webcomic, known for looking awful, just like like slightly better than I could do, and I struggle with stick figures. But th- th- this evolved, and it really took off in the web community, yeah. and eventually got its own anime adaptation, which, uh, I hate to spoil the end for you, but I'm pretty sure we both think is marvelous. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good, I can't lie. Uh... I, much like many other people, were very skeptical. Skeptical going. Skeptical. Skeptical. Skeptical going into it, but uh, it's a it's a pretty great anime. You know, it is. It legitimately is. Okay, so, so the general plot line for those of you that haven't seen the show is, uh, the only fair description that I could give it is the show is about. A man who is so powerful that he can destroy any villain, enemy, creature with a single punch. That is the premise of the show. Yep. Dude's Uh, just OP OP. Yep. He is the definition of an OP anime character. And and now this always brings up the question, well, how can that be... How can you make that into a show? Yeah. Like, how, how, how do you build a show with essentially no tension because you look at a character and go like oh he's gonna kill that enemy in one punch yeah why why are we building up all of this fight scene because it's established early on, early on that he always wins yeah he, he, like, he will always win so what is what is the point of watching well that's where we get into the first episode which I think will be a recurring segment on this show probably just yep. discuss first impressions and the first episode and just kind of what we think because the first episode, I think it says a lot about a show. Absolutely. I mean, I I could definitely say that I've had plenty of animes killed for me. I never really... It took me a long time. Like, for instance, uh, Black Butler. Like we yep. mentioned earlier, the first episode of that show is really rough. And it's cr- cripplingly boring yeah. to watch. And it turned me off of that show for a long time. Uh, and it took me a while to get back into it. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The first episode is really confusing and has nothing to do essentially with the rest of the show. That's kind of meh. Um, but first episodes are incredibly important. It's the impersonation or the impression it makes on the <laughs> impersonation. I'm not good with words today. But, it's all good, man. Uh, it's uh, it's that first impression that really keeps people coming back. So agreed. So well, let's talk about it. Absolutely. So. Uh, in this show, as a heads up, we're going to try to avoid spoilers as much as possible. Yep. Just because, and 
if we're doing the gimmick of a rating at the end, it doesn't make a ton of sense if we tell you that you should watch it having assumed you've already watched it and spoiled the whole show for you. Yeah. So, generally. But first episode, I think, is safe territory to dive into. Yeah. So first episode, we are introduced to the uh, to the character Saitama in a very interesting way. Well, first, we meet a, a big bad supervillain, I believe named, like... Vaccine Man or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah. Now making everybody yeah. autistic and such. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, vaccinate your kids. Re- rest in peace, the middle-aged soccer mom demographic. Yep, they're you know, gone. Yep. Bye. It was, Bye. Nice, it was nice seeing you. Yeah, but you're also wrong. So there you go. Vaccine Man is is the vaccine created by the Earth to come and cleanse the human scourge. He just goes around, kills everyone. Big, big old scary dude. And he, he looks, he he looks kind of like a traditional anime badass. Mm-hmm. Like he's a big scary monster, but he also has that like super like like apathetic, cold, distant, removed face. Absolutely. Which in every anime ever telegraphs that oh he's gonna power up at least nineteen times and and, and, and gonna be ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He he looks like Frieza or Cell. This isn't even my final, final, final form. Exactly. So he flies in. He's blowing up the city, creatively named like City A. Yep. Or City B. And he's about to kill a kid when uh, Saitama, our hero, bald dude with a cape, yep. <laughs> swoops in and uh, and grabs the child right as he's about to punch her, and and they have their face off and and right as you're getting hyped and, and he powers up. Uh, Saitama punches him, and he explodes. Yep. Just and evaporates the dude. Just one punch, gone. And he's Powder. And, dust. And he looks at his fist and goes, Uh, it only took one punch. Damn it! And then the, and then the credits roll. Roll for the start. credits, yeah. For the start. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good old CinemaSins reference. Yep, yep. It's a good one. Uh, but no... Uh, this this really sets up essentially the basic premise for the whole show, where you know this, this guy, this all powerful dude, is super scary. You know your basic anime villain just gets blasted off the face of the earth in one punch. Yeah, and what I think is the most and and how they do it well, how they do it well. Yeah, is uh, first off their villains are great. They are. Their villains are so cool. And it's it's good to see that because they're not... You'd think in an anime where every villain can be defeated with one punch, they probably wouldn't put a lot of work into developing each... Die yeah, anyways. you know, You know what's going to happen. Everybody knows what's going to happen. You know, they make him look real cool. And then you're like, oh yeah, maybe this guy won't die in one punch. And then he does. And you're like... Eh. Absolutely just explodes. Yep. <laughs> Which is why... I think villains are like one of the most important characters in the show because uh, the other two main characters, Saitama and a and a cyborg named Genos, who who uh, who, who who you meet a, a little while later, uh, they are our main protagonists. But the show is very villain centric. It's Absolutely. it's really just meeting one villain after another, and then and then just seeing how uh, how, how Saitama beats them. I mean, mm-hmm. we know how he beats him. Well, but. yeah. It's it, it, like talking about it now, and this is this is one of the things about this show that I kind of enjoy and don't enjoy at the same time. 
talking about the premise of the show and describing it to people makes it sound like a bad TV show. Absolutely. Like, this it, is one of the hardest shows to describe. Like, that... Being a fan of the show and trying to get other people to watch the show is is super hard because like it's a really good show, but the premise of it makes it sound like a really bad show. Exactly. Uh Okay, so diving into the next part. Yeah. Um, the uh the uh, themes of the show. Kind of what is this show trying to tell us? Just cast your mind back to English class when when uh when the teacher was trying to make you n- interpret what it meant that the curtains were blue and and then you just wanted to yell it's cuz the blue curtains cuz the person who bought the curtains liked the color blue yep, yep. nope it's not no it it, it indicates the uh, syrian conflict ah and, yes and, and truly the conflict inside all of us yeah it's well, very deep time to much like the color well, blue this is now <laughs> This is now where we go in and and overanalyze Japanese oh. cartoons. Yes, let us do it. Now, in this case, actually, I don't think it's overanalyzing because the no. show has a message. It absolutely does. Yeah, and that and that message is, what is the point of life when all challenge has been removed? Yeah, it's it's a question of like every every day, you know, uh, people live to be. The best. They want to, you know, live their best life as the them Gen X or Gen Zers. What are the yeah yeah, the, the yeah shit th- those those are, those are the fidget spinning Fortnite players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those kids. You know, they're live they're out they're out here living their best life. Uh, Us millennials were raised on I want to be the very best that no one ever was. was. <laughs> to catch them is my, my real quest. test. <laughs> Um, is it quest or test? Test. Oh no, I'm not even a weeaboo. Well, oh, yeah, no. So you, don't, you don't know that classic anime Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of. Anyway. Uh, so the theme of the show, right? Subtopic. Is Pokemon an anime? Yeah. Your thoughts. Ooh, digging into it. Leave your comments below. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, so this this theme uh, is a hard one, you know? I, I thought long and hard about this prepping for for this day. Uh, you know, recording. Uh, uh, and I thought to myself, depending on what hobbies you have, or depending on what uh, what uh, pastimes you enjoy, right? Uh, your life could really come down to that never-ending challenge that's posed to you, you know. But in other cases, it doesn't. So in Saitama's case, he his uh his challenge his life is pretty much based on the opposition opposition given to him by these enemies right his life goals are pretty much dictated by the challenge given to him by enemies so if he once he's gotten to this point where he can beat all of the enemies like without that challenge the one thing that he does with his life is pretty much done now like he, he doesn't really have anywhere to go from there. He just wanders the earth looking for somebody strong enough that they can withstand a punch. Um, well, I, I think wanders the earth is a very strong term for it. He, he goes to the grocery store. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he, he's still broke. He, uh, he, he, buy, he looks for discounts. Uh, he clips coupons. 
He just he just lives a life. He does the hero thing for fun. He describes himself in the first episode as having lost some key part of himself that makes himself human. Mm. He, he's lost his emotion. He's lost his ability to care. Something in him is gone. And which is a beautiful counterpoint to all these anime. And I don't think I'm being too unreasonable when I say a big theme in anime is having really overpowered protagonists. Mm-hmm. That's that's absolutely a thing that we see everywhere. Just plot armor, you know. Yeah. Random strength coming out of I friendship. Yep. Or or, or I'm actually low key like a demon child of a god, and yeah. I just and I in every every third episode when the moons align, I just turn into a giant hell beast porcupine. I shoot <laughs> I shoot quills at everyone and they die because they're poison tipped. Yeah. Or some, yeah. So you just, know the classic anime trope of the giant I mean, porcupine don't, evolution. D- don't don't pretend you haven't seen that one. <laughs> Every, oh. Everyone loves Boku no porcupine. <laughs> Boku no porcupine. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's again very hard to dive too much deeper because this is a show that doesn't really lend itself to discussion without a visual cue too. Mm-hmm. But I but let's get into something that we can talk about, which is uh art style and and, and music. Now, you I bet oh. I bet none of you knew this, but Mr. Urkel here is somewhat of a musician himself. Somewhat, yeah. In, I, <laughs> emphasis on somewhat. I like to pretend I'm a musician sometimes. No, 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 no. No, this guy th- th- this guy does music people. I, I do it. He does I, all I, music. I made against the ju- or against the the calls of every other human being I ever talked to about it. I chose to go to college for music and I'm studying it and stuff. So music is pretty much my life. So I wanted a section in these uh, these podcasts to be about the incredible music that we find in anime because there is a lot of incredible music in anime it it doesn't matter if uh if you know the japanese language uh the music is a lot of it is just incredibly well written well produced um you know the the shows are scored extremely well uh, you know, emotion and the real like vibe of what's happening in a scene is portrayed excellently uh, in some of the scores for these animes. And this is the section in the show where we want to dive into it a little bit. I'm gonna call it the art corner because ah, it's because yes. uh, music and animation is it's art. Yeah, in, it absolutely in, in is. a way, it could be cheap art. I know some. Yeah. I know some shows up there that. Looked like they slapped it together in Windows Movie Maker, sprinkled a little PowerPoint on top, called it a day. But Knights of Sidonia. Ooh, baby. God, that that's animation a, style's off. That's awful. an ugly, ugly oh, thing. Oh, it's so ugly. Good old Netflix original animes. <laughs> they're the best. Oh, except they're not. Uh, <laughs> but let's let's talk about. Let's start with the music. Yeah. Like, of, okay. Let's do music. Uh, of One Punch Man. First of all. The opening of One Punch Man is probably one of the most well-known anime openings out there. It it gives you this just uplifting, exciting, powerful vibe. Uh, 
it's it's written it's this interesting combination between this generic what what people in the anime field refer to as Japanese, Japanese butt, butt rock, rock. <laughs> where it's just the this rock band playing super fast everything's going crazy just, all the time just just noodling off yeah. their mind on the guitar and all of the words to these songs are just complete nonsense about you know being the best and being powerful and like we're gonna strive to be the best thing ever made like so uplifting and trying to get you ready for this insane anime and one punch man's opening does exactly that the the lead singer uh of the band that does the one punch man theme uh has like this screaming 80s hair metal voice uh, and the opening just starts with him screaming, uh, like, Wampage! And it's just so powerful. It just gets you so ready for the the anime that's about to happen. Um, and I love it. It does exactly what it should do from, like, a, a, a film scoring standpoint. And it's also just an incredibly well-written song. Uh so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it does exactly what it needs to do. It's okay. great. What do you think about some of the some of the fight music? Some of the music that goes on during the fights? The fight music in this anime is... I think it's really good. I think it's very... Um, it doesn't really stand apart, in my opinion, from a lot of other fight scenes in anime. But it's, you know, it's it's really good. It's right it's definitely right on par with it. Would you call that your main critique of it? Yeah, I suppose my main critique of my only critique of really the music in in this anime is <clears throat> that you know, the the fight music is uh, anime fight music. Um, which in my opinion is totally fine. Like you you don't want the the music to be so crazy interesting that it distracts from whatever fight that's going on. It serves as a great way to uh, boost and uh, almost elaborate on the emotions and feelings of what's happening during the fight. You know, it portrays the the fast paced action very well. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, how about an I think you have some opinions on ending music. They're all bad. Not a single <laughs> anime has a good one. You can send them to me. You can tell me they exist, but you are wrong. It is every a- closing song that has ever existed in an anime is bad. They're not inherently bad songs. Like they're proud. They're well written. They're excellent songs. But in my opinion. They all just, just draw that line in the sand. They all do this horrible thing where you watch this amazing episode of anime and then the outro song has, you know, visuals that have nothing to do with what just <laughs> happened or anything that's happened in the anime so far. Like oh. Black Butler, a super serious anime has chibi versions of its characters. <laughs> And this like super happy music and it's I just can't like find (laughs) a good outro tune like I look at stuff like My Hero Academia the outro song 
where it's just like this super happy upbeat thing with like all the girls from the class just like laying around and being happy and the flowers like after I watch the like episodes where like people literally die like why <laughs> why would you put that at the end like they don't there's no like episode by episode outro thing that like encapsulates what just happened and for me as a binge watcher as many anime people are you know yep. you find an anime and you binge watch like 17 episodes one night Guilty. sitting on your couch like it just it completely pulls me out of whatever's going on so yeah absolutely that's a general critique for almost all anime and you're probably going to hear me say this almost every <laughs> single episode that'll be our quest It'll be the quest for a good ending. Somebody, someday I'm going to find one and it's going to make me the happiest human being alive. Perfect. It, it won't detract. It'll stay true to the characters. It won't just be fan art that, that, that the people made of just like them sipping tea or eating crumpets or some crap like that. <laughs> it'll be, oh, yeah. that'll, be a, that'll be a wonderful day. Oh, someday. We'll have cracked the anime code oh. that day. Well, that's about that's about all I got for music. So let's talk about this uh, this here animation style. The animation style. Well, for any of you that have seen the comic, vast improvement. Vast. In that mucho vast does not look like booty. <laughs> just 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 butt. Just uh, butt. The the thing you, the animation that you care about in 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 fighting anime is uh, of course the fighting right yeah yeah right the, those are the scenes that you care about you want mm -hmm. you want the fighting scenes to be fluid you don't want it to be looking like code lyoko <laughs> <laughs> you you want nice that smooth 25 <laughs> fps <laughs> looking like a bunch of clay dolls and ms paint getting dragged around <laughs> yeah code lyoko man that that show was amazing when I was a kid, but did not age well. <sighs> not in the slightest. Yeah. So, okay, so in here, uh, superhero show. In, um, what you want out of a superhero show is uh, you, you want, so in the hand-to-hand -hand combat, you want, you want to see him ducking and weaving and jiving and mm -hmm. throwing good punches and, and stuff. You want, you want the fight choreography to be good, obviously. Mm -hmm. But then you also want... The guilty pleasure of every anime watcher, which is the super move. You want, oh. you want that. You want a nice looking super. You move. gotta have, you gotta have that perfect super, or it's it's not worth it. And absolutely, you have to have the time when they just like summon up the three demons of hell and shoot a power beam the size of New York. <laughs> like, like, could you imagine if take all of Dragon Ball Z? And make every signature move from each character not look good. Yeah. And that anime would what? be, like, super horrible. Like, the Kamehameha looks like a flashlight beam <laughs> that you're shining on. Could you so. imagine if Goku powered up for three episodes and the spirit bomb was the size of, like, a basketball? Yeah. Like, you could you could have it. You gotta have those perfect super moves, man. And it, and, and it looked like it was overlaid on top in Adobe Premiere. <laughs> like it's hanging on top of his hand. Yeah. And, and just... Now, it, it wouldn't work. Now, about, about One Punch Man, well, it... Especially getting towards the end 
of the show. Again, no spoilers, but as the villains ramp up in power, which they do during the show, I think, I think I think it's fair to say. Yeah, right? I mean, it's an anime yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. The villains ramp up power as you go further in the show. The, uh, the, th- the supers get, get more impressive uh, from the enemies. And Absolutely. I'm... And I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, uh, the the supers from Saitama become less and less impressive. <laughs> so true. Each time he just starts to lose any kind of hope that he's ever gonna find an enemy that can stand up to him. So my favorite scene from the whole anime has to do with one of these quote-unquote super moves. And I'm not going to spoil it because I love it and I want people to experience it for the first time. But his face is just deadpan. And he's just looking at this enemy and he says the lamest thing and then just punches them and they die. Like, it, (laughs) it made me laugh so hard. And those of you who have seen it, you might, I can't even say you know what I'm talking about because that's so many times he yeah, uses those no, supers. No, but it's uh, as the heads up. It's the it's the time when he's fighting the lion dude. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. From from the house of evolution, and he's fighting this lion dude, and the lion dude brings out some like ridiculous thirty times Japanese like yeah. like straight out of Saturday morning Power Rangers cartoons like like super claw double backflip of the North Star Polaris <laughs> sending explorers to the North Pole slash attack. Like Just stuff like that. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna say it. It's one attack. He dead ass looks this lion dude in the face and goes consecutive normal punches. And, and then, like, punches him a couple of times. Consecutively, in a normal way. <laughs> and then he just, like, explodes. <laughs> it gets me every single time I see that scene. It's the, it, it's, it has to be, not to, not to overanalyze the comedy, but it's, it's what the show does so well. It's the juxtaposition. Absolutely. Of, it's the juxtaposition of these over-the-top, ridiculous anime villains and and then Saitama's uh, companion Genos, who's yelling, who's like shooting fire out of every orifice, and it's like burn up the universe. And he, and then we have Saitama, the most powerful character, and so in anime, should have the craziest super. Mm-hmm. He he should be the one like like summoning the dark gods of Hugenabagana or something <laughs> to just to end lives. Hugenabagana. But no, no, he's not. He's not setting up power beams. He's punching them consecutively in a normal, normal. way. <laughs> yeah. And it's brilliant. Or, or it's dumb, but I think it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So the, the going back to the, the the art style and the juxtaposition, right? Uh, the art style for these supers done by the enemies are all super cool. Ooh, they're very you, pretty. You look at those supers and go like, this is the one, this is the one that's going to hit him, and he's going to be like, oh my god, I'm actually injured, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, it, just, it just never happened. And it never happened. It, it, 
at most, it will occasionally, you know, rip up the clothes a little bit. Yeah. If he doesn't just straight up dodge and not walk through it. Yeah. Usually he just doesn't care enough to dodge it, because it just yeah. doesn't do anything to him. Or, or, or he just, for him, just slowly walks around your attack, but he's actually moving at, like, at like Mach 2 or something. Just craziness. Yeah. Uh, but with the animation thing, one of my favorite, uh, I don't want to say tropes, because it doesn't happen that often, but it happens every once in a while in anime, is when you get... When when uh, animators use the animation style and completely flip it on its head to <laughs> show exactly different about. yeah to I show exactly different emotions, like the thing the thing with Saitama, just the main character in general, he's a bald dude in what looks to be his twenties with a head that's shaped like an egg. Early thirties, early thirties. I would assume so. Okay, because like he's, he's a because. Gonna... He, he was originally a salary man before. Oh, like, yeah. He was, in, right. he, he was a corporate businessman before he yeah. did the whole hero thing. Yeah. Uh, but, so with the, the egghead thing, and most of the time when he is on screen, there is not a lot of detail in his face. He has some eyes, no hair, some eyebrows, and a mouth. He has a the, walking oval on yeah, top of a pretty suit. pretty much. But then there are times when he gets really, really serious and it'll like show his face, and it'll be like this chiseled, super defined <laughs> Liam Neeson esque. Liam Le- Neeson looking. Only at. bald. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just so awesome to see these animators take uh, their craft to create, uh, to really enforce the emotion of what's happening Absolutely. in the scene. Absolutely. Uh, and these points where like he, he feels like awkward or like super defeated. Uh, and his face uh, gets even more blank and like even less animated like and it goes for his like whole costume as well like it it goes from super bland to super well defined really vibrant looking Um, and the, the animation style really does do a great job of really enforcing the emotions and vibes of what's happening in the scene absolutely Absolutely. The something that's interesting about that that I just thought of mm-hmm. is that so in in episode one again this is I episode one so I'm not counting it as a spoiler. There you go. He says that he says that becoming the strongest in the world, Saitama does, has maybe deprived him of what it of a little of what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. Now, during those moments are when he looks the blandest. Maybe he looks the least like a person. Yeah. He, he, he's just that oval on top of a cape and costume. But whenever he's hyped and he thinks he has a challenge again, he suddenly he, defined... he, he, gets, he gets features. Usually put in like a comedic way. Like suddenly he just yeah. like shifts between one frame and the next to like suddenly he looks like he has this chiseled chin and like yeah, and actual features. But then, you know, when he figures out that, oh, eh, never mind... I just, whoop, it goes back. Yeah. And he goes back to this less-than-human-looking character. Do you think that was intentional? Absolutely. I mean, if it wasn't, it was an incredible stroke of luck and coincidence, but that's that's a super good point, and that's, like, in my opinion, really interesting, and I think more anime should try to do that. Uh, although this anime really doesn't 
strive for... I don't want to say realism because no anime really strives for realism. <laughs> but, but, but like, but like, like Naruto still has a lot of scenes where you can suspend some disbelief and yes. go like, yeah, that dude's, you know, using, you can shoot fire out of his hands because he's got chakra running through his body and crap yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they provide world rules. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this, it's just kind of ridiculous whatever they want to do goes completely over the top the entire yeah. time yeah no absolutely and I love that that's one of my favorite things about the animation style of this uh, show is that it, it is just completely over the top all the time alright so at this point I would like to uh, since we've been since we've been jerking off the show <laughs> for for 40 minutes now yeah I, I think it'd be really interesting to say what are some of the issues we have with the show what are some of the things that we don't like about it? And and I and, and I think I have one. Yeah. I definitely do Hit think that it. I have one. Hit um this is a uh, disclaimer, this is my favorite show. So Fair. if my if my criticism sounds a little a little forced, it's because I'm trying I'm trying my best to like it's give it a fair shot. Because it is? I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is just forced. But like it it suffers from the uh, from like the mid from like the mid show slump. Oh, that's so true. It in the middle you have a you have a dip in in watchability. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I that's that that's a thing that a lot of action oriented animes really yeah. run into. No matter I see. how good the premise is, that yeah. there's a little time when they know where the end is. They know where the beginning is, but it's that trying to get in between them yeah. in some kind of logical way and also tell a story and computer thing. Just, it falls apart sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it falls apart here, but yeah. it, it, it it suffers. It's one of those things where, like, you, you view every episode as interesting at the beginning because it's fresh, it's new, it's yeah. funny, you enjoy it. It's not so much that the middle episodes are bad, it's that the middle episodes have less things that are amazing, yeah. you know? Everything is good. It's just they're in the earlier and later episodes, there's spikes of amazing things that you see and you go, I need to tell somebody about this. They need to watch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The middle episodes are good episodes. They're you know, they're fantastic for filler episodes, if you yeah. can even call them filler episodes. Which I, I think that's fair. Yeah. It's fair to call because it's like, there are episodes that aren't part of an arc where they're yeah. fighting a big bad villain. Because if you can break the show down into into beating a range of villains, there are episodes where there's not, like, a specific villain that they're that they're going after. Yeah. So, with with that, I, I'm, I'm really glad that the, the middle episodes are all good but the thing is like once you have that amazing start like you just want it to be amazing the whole time absolutely and you have to have those like kind of slower world building you know a little bit of comedy kind of stuff episodes you can't just be full octane the whole time because then you run into well i've seen him slap up crazy things the whole time yeah and you get to the last episode and just kind of like yeah no you, you gotta get hyped for the action, but for for the filler and world building stuff, uh, it's it's not bad. It's 
it's not like fan servicey BS, which oh. would be hard because it's just just a couple of dudes that, that just live together. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, now that I say that, um, <laughs> all I mean, all of the shipping does happen. It does. It, uh, Saitama and Genos are very shipped. Uh, Genos wears an apron when he cleans out the house living with Saitama. That is a thing. Uh, do you think? Do you think in fan art they use the the super detailed Saitama or the egghead Saitama? Oh, I hope it's egghead. I really hope I, it's egghead. I hope that so should that, be hilarious. Uh, like, like, <laughs> uh, I have to finish him off in one punch. <laughs> 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 oh man, <I> that's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, wow. Yeah. As far as critiques go, that that is not that bad of one because I mean it's a great show. Yeah, it's hard to find critiques. For- it's it's something that I can, I think, like you said, a lot of shows suffer from. Like not to branch off into maybe another month's episode, but God, My Hero Academia gets boring when they're not fighting. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> That's why I'm still stuck on the, the move-in episode, you know? Because I watched him move into the dorms, and I'm like, instantly, I don't really care. Because it, it, it breaks the characters they were trying to develop. I hate it when a show takes, takes like, strong female characters that have never once been sexualized, and like, like, over the entire show, and they're like, oh god, we're getting popular, people are making Rule 34 of this on the internet... I must um, pander. Yep, have to, and they bring in the grapist, and he just, <laughs> and he just, like, oh, essentially, the, the grapist is my term for whatever that dude is with God. the sticky bun head yeah. who just chucks it at people who just useless sexually Mc, harasses. Useless, make useless <laughs> yep, face. Absolutely. Oh, he's the worst. But, uh, but back on topic yeah, uh, of One Punch Man. I think my critique kind of comes down to just the critique that I feel like most people think of when they just get told about it is it's not a very marketable idea. Yeah. In my opinion, like the idea of a hero that can kill anybody in one punch. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like this show, you know, I, it's it's funny because my, my issue with it is that it's not the the premise isn't marketable enough so I can't talk about it with a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Like my critique is they they should have like spun it a different way or something yeah. cuz like it, it it's give me so like, hard give me to like g- a how to guide on how to tell people about this. Yeah, right. How the hell did they pitch this to the execs yeah. over at over at the studio where they made this thing? Yeah. Like still like that. How like, did that happen? I don't know. Like I, all right, so all right, so George shuffles papers. I have a show for you. I'm a <laughs> J- Japanese George. Yeah, George Aru or whatever. Uh, oh, sorry. I, um, oh no. So, um, George Son, I have a I have a great show idea for you. It's okay. You can be named George. It's, yeah, a, it's, yeah, a, it's a big yeah. world. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's you that are being racist. Yeah, exactly. Audience. Don't don't judge people by yeah. their names. Anyway. Huh. Okay, George son, I have a great idea for you. It's about a dude who punches things and then they die. So Dragon Ball. No, no, it's not Dragon Ball. Well, well, Steve, that's a really innovative idea. I think we should go ahead and produce that show. But uh, there's going to be enemies that he can't just kill in one punch, right? No. 
No. No. No. None. How do we manufacture conflict? Uh. Well. Okay. It, it, it's really interesting, and you'll have to hear me out on this one. But like, it's the fact that he doesn't have any conflict that there is conflict. Steve, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, look, man. <laughs> Steve son need to eat too. <laughs> Steve Chan be starving out here. Oh man, yeah, that's the whole like the the premise being rough is my only critique, and that's not even really a critique because once you watch the show, the premise isn't that rough. Like, I mean, it's a great idea for a show. Uh, it just seems, you know. Like, not a great idea for a show. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I've said a million times. My goal for next episode, don't say absolutely even once. Absolutely even yep. once? Nope. No, I will absolutely not say it. Ha. <laughs> uh, uh, got him. So, our final section here is going to be a section we're going to call host topics, which is essentially just anything that doesn't fall any under any of these other categories yeah. that we want to talk about. So, Michael, you got anything for us today? No. No? Yeah, no, no, I do, I do. On the conclusion, just ship it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so, my thing is something that a a good friend of mine, Colin, check him out on SoundCloud as as, as Kenny Lust. Kenny Lust? Yeah. Black Hoodie, great rapper. Check him out. Uh, Tunes are good, man. Yeah, no, bangers. Uh... He brought up when I showed him the show for the first time, uh, which was the the subversion of expectations between between the hero and the villain, because uh, during the last fight, uh, Colin turned to me and said, "God, you know, it's amazing because like at this point, I'm rooting for the villains more than." More than the hero, like, maybe he'll be the one. Maybe he'll be the one that finally, like, gives him trouble. Come on, man. Just be strong enough to make the hero care. Make him feel something. Let him be human. And that's such an interesting thing, because automatically... I mean, I know some people already root for the villains. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a thing that, it's just a thing that we do. Uh, like especially, especially in, like, you know... There were some people that in, like, you know... Old, the old Superman cartoons or comic books used to think that the the villains were the cool one because you knew Superman would always win in the end. Yeah. So, you know, because Superman's also pretty generic. Superman's pretty close to One Punch Man, except yeah. it's like Superman and One Punch Man have the same number of stat points. Superman just allocated them a little bit yeah. more evenly. Yeah. yeah. Saitama yeah, was to, like, to power! The, to the laser beam. Strength. <laughs> yeah. And Superman went, the bitches, with Lois Lane. <laughs> yes. He views that as more important. But yeah, this whole subversion of, you know, who, yeah. who you're rooting for. And I, I completely agree with that. I, I didn't, we talked about this a little bit before the episode, disclaimer. And I, I hadn't even considered that watching the whole anime. But now that I think about it, every time a new enemy came up, I was hoping they weren't just going to get blown up in one punch. Every time. Because the enemies are written so well. Yeah, because they're great enemies, and you're like, come on, man, just survive. Do it. Dude. Do it. <laughs> do do it. the thing. Come on. Just like stiff upper lip. Come on. Just yeah. deal with it. It's just a punch. It's just a punch that, you know, blows people blows up. Blows mountains. Fine. Yeah. Oh, but it, it's, it's such a. 
it, it makes this anime such uh, sort of original, individual in yeah. that sense. You know, you don't root for a lot of the villains in a lot of the other animes, you know? Absolutely. And and I'm sorry this is turning into a gush fest, but it, I think the show deserves it. No, it absolutely does. It's an incredible anime, and you know, uh, we're giving we're gonna give an honest review. If it's an, if an anime is horrible, we're gonna call it horrible. Absolutely. If, if an anime is amazing, we're gonna call. Damn it! it there it goes again. Hit you with the absolutely. I think I've been saying it too. I don't know. Cool. But, so, although this is actually a very good point, I would not recommend this as a first anime. Oh God, no, no, no. The true uh, intelligence, I sound like a Rick and Morty fan, of the show, yeah. it is swilling my wine glasses around, <laughs> wubble wubble dub dub, is, <laughs> is, is that it takes so many of the anime tropes that, that you have seen through a lot of anime watching and then subverts them or flips them on their head. So, like, if you watch this as your first anime, you... You can. I'm not saying that you know you're not you're not cool enough to. You're not like you're not well versed enough in the in the Japanese art form of animation to enjoy. No, but like I I do think that you'll miss out on some of the things that the show is trying to purvey. If you want uh if you want to watch it, feel free. But I'd always but come back to it once you've watched a bunch yeah. of other stuff. The thing about anime is that. Uh, make fun of tropes or go against tropes. You just are, have to know the tropes. Yeah, you have to experience the tropes a couple of times before you can just dive into something making fun of them. Agreed. You know? So I think that's I think that falls into the critiques in that it's not very accessible for yeah for uh, for like first time watchers. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, whereas our wee asses have been watching since high school. Yeah, it's and been like, a minute. and we have been. We have been primed our our whole life from cradle to grave to watch this show. Absolutely, and, no, and it it just it just does it well. Is it? Should we expect it on like Grammys worshiping at its feet? No, no, but it it tells a good story. For the people that haven't watched a lot of anime, just in case there's any of you listening to this podcast, I imagine if Deadpool was the first movie you ever watched. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, just something that broke the fourth wall Constantly. all the time. Like, you wouldn't find that as funny as somebody who's watched a hundred movies where they never break yeah. the fourth wall. Like, you, there's there's some prep work that has to go into finding it as funny as physically possible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. To really, like, try to get what the, per- what the creator was going for. So, my host topic... This for this anime is kind of a a moral quandary of sorts. We in this in this anime you see a world where essentially every square foot of the the Japanese islands are covered in city. It's just huge. None of them have names. They're all just separated by sectors and. You know, lettered and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is it in Japan? Is that is that established? I thought so. I I couldn't tell you. Okay. But uh, I, I I it might have been, but it's just let's just call it continent land. Yeah, continent land is covered in cities, and they're all just lettered. There, none of them are individual. They all look the same. They're all covered in the same kind of buildings. Now, there's a there's a great scene. 
uh, in one of the episodes. Is it the first episode where the, the with the brothers? Uh, or is that not the first episode? Maybe it's it's well, episode one or two. Okay, so early on in the anime, there's a bit where like a huge chunk of one of these cities just gets flattened in like a second. Yep. Uh, and they talk about how like millions of people just died, and there's no like weight behind that. Like, it zooms out, and there's trillions of other buildings and blocks and cities and people and everything. And this this anime has a tendency to just not really put any gravitas behind... To trivialize death. Yeah, it doesn't do that at all. Like, it... Or, wait. It, it specifically it, does. It specifically trivializes death. Where, like, you see these massive parts of a city getting destroyed. And, you know, you never see, like, people or anything like that. Uh, and it happens in every single episode. Just massive parts of the city just get annihilated. And I think this... Uh, in a time now where we see movies uh, really diving into what collateral damage means for superhero flicks and stuff with um superman batman versus superman and captain america civil war uh it one of those movies is good one of them is good one of them is bad 20 bucks on which one is the good one uh but i i just think it's really interesting to see that you know in video games and movies uh you see a lot of the times that there's enemies that you know some people refer to as mooks they're just placeholder bags of bones that you know the the main character cuts swaths through like if you watch lord of the rings you don't think about every orc that legolas pegs with all of his arrows if you play batman arkham asylum you don't think about all the criminals that batman gives crippling brain damage to and inevitably kills <laughs> even though he doesn't kill people you know yeah you just you don't you don't think about it because they're not uh, there's a lot of arguing going on that in those... Lyoko, you don't think about the little <laughs> generic enemies that they sorry sorry continue <laughs> we have to figure out a way to tie everything back to in teen titans you don't you don't care about the robots that shredder no. puts out yeah these are just you know they're just filler right and this to, anime has to show the teamwork and the yeah, blowing up and yeah. the fighting. Yeah, these the, the these the city blocks and the the citizens solely act as a way to show you that this enemy is strong. You know, it's it's almost like the killing of millions of people serves the same purpose as the scouters in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> They mean nothing to the whole show. There's no point, like, where after this happens and millions of people die, you see, you know, people walk around the streets just, like, just dead on the inside, just so depressed that, like, you know, millions of people died yesterday. No. They just wake up if they didn't die, and then they go to work because... This happens, like, every single day in these massive cities. So I just think it's really interesting that this anime took 
human casualties and kind of dehumanized the mm-hmm. the people that mm-hmm. are dying. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting because there's an episode later on. The one time that people do care mm-hmm. is when it's quote unquote Saitama's fault. Yeah, that's right. If you remember, remember that, that, I'm trying to remember that episode. Now. That was uh, all right. I'm gonna whisper to him, folks. Oh yeah, that's right. Just through weird circumstances, essentially just collateral damage by Saitama happens. Necessary for survival. Yeah, it was essentially either the whole planet blows up, or these pieces of city blow up, right? And, you know, people freak out, because it's his fault that these hunks of city got destroyed. And they make a whole little segment about that in the show. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's super interesting. That that's the time they care. Yeah, right? It's, It's weird. So... Human life seems to only matter when it's convenient for storytelling. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is... I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It makes me feel weird <laughs> when yeah, I think about it. Yeah. No. It's a weird it's thing to analyze. Because, yeah. like, people seem important. If you're not caring about saving the people, what's the point of having heroes? Yeah, isn't that, like, what <clears throat> heroes are for? So you'd think they'd make a bigger deal out of, like, millions of people dying every week. Yeah. But, but nah... Nah, everyone else is just big chilling while everyone else explodes. Yeah, right. Super. Oh well, my uncle, my uncle Jimmy, got got there got murked last week. Got got. He got got. That's ah, too bad. <laughs> All right, what's in the paper? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Oh, brother's dead. Eh, never liked him anyways. Yeah, me. Happens. It it's getting about that time to wrap up this thing. Yeah. All right, so. Starting with you, Mr. Urkel. Let's give it a let's give it a thumbs up and a thumbs down and maybe like maybe like one to two sentences justifying your reason. Whew. Thumbs up meaning recommend that people watch it. Thumbs down meaning don't recommend they watch it. I'm I, I gotta give it a thumbs up. I can't even come up with a reason that I wouldn't. Um you know, this is uh, a well-written show with a well-thought-out plot that isn't almost isn't like almost any other show. Uh, not even just anime; it isn't like almost any other you know show, movie, TV show, anything like that. Um, it's it's very original. It's very entertaining. There's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of action. It's got a little bit for almost everybody, mm-hmm. uh, except for I think like romance. That's pretty much like the yeah, only yeah. Thing there, there, there is none. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a big thumbs up. Would recommend. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Hate it. I hate it. No, it's I the worst. It. I understand. No, no. I I think I've been pretty clear on that. For me, big thumbs up ski. That's a, that's, that's a check mark for me. Because I think the, the show, y- you get what it's trying to do. It does it well. And it tells, and it tells a story. And it's just, it's fun to watch. My god, for fight scenes where a dude is just punching another dude, that is some fun action. You know, I I love the fight scenes in there. They're big, they're showy, they're flashy. They're just, I I love watching them and going, "Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Oh, that's amazing." Yeah. And mm, it's just it's a good time. It's a, it's a good time. So yeah, I'd recommend that you watch it. So, we are in agreement. 
First yeah. episode. First Wait. episode ends in two thumbs up. Awesome. That, I hope that won't be the case for all of them. Yeah, honestly, I hope yeah. we disagree a lot. I, I, I hope we just get really heated and then we have like a breakup session and then, you know, do just it. think do, it's not working, man. Do spinoff shows. <laughs> oh and, and then eventually come back together in one big makeup and it'll be great for the branding. Oh, absolutely. You know, because that's... We're already thinking about brand deals. You oh know, yeah, we're thinking obviously. About, you know, we're we're working on a sponsorship with Crunchyroll as it, we speak. So. Um, I I've reached out to Schmuckers already for the <laughs> for, for the peanut Schmuckers. butter sponsorship. Absolutely, we want to get our faces on that peanut butter. Yeah, we, we need that mad peanut butter money. Yeah. <laughs> dude, do we need that Schmuckers money? <laughs> oh god. Uh, so once again, thank you guys for listening. This has been Boko de Gallo, the spiciest anime podcast on the internet. Thank you very much, and see you around. You want to say bye, Urkel, or are you just going to stay silent? Oh, God, I guess I'll say bye. Later, everybody. Bye.